Well, good morning. I'm so glad to see you guys, and I'm honored to be here at this high school and uh, because this uh, place, John Paul the Great, has a very important role in my life. When I was 17, so just a few years older than you guys, I saw the mountains for the first time in my life. I come from a part of the world where I live at 300 feet above sea level. <laughs> and I never left that part of the world till I was 17 years old and I took a bus all the way from that part of the world, which is called Ohio, to this part of the world called Denver. And I remember seeing Pikes Peak coming across the prairie and, I, and just not even knowing what to say. I was absolutely breathless. I thought it was in some sort of movie. It was so amazing. And when I came to this place, to Denver, I had an experience with Pope John Paul II because I was one of those kids in all those pictures that are screaming when he is at my high stadium and then at Cherry Creek State Park. And he asked a question that changed my life. He said, who among you will be a good shepherd for the sheep of Christ? Who among you will lay down your life for the sheep? And I remember at that moment, I, everything kind of stopped because the vicar of Christ on earth was asking if anyone here was willing to die for the sheep of Jesus Christ. And I felt it like Jesus was asking me personally. And so when Jesus asks you something, um, you, you can't help but say yes. And so I remember turning around the field and as far as I could see, it was nothing but people. It was the craziest thing. It, I mean, like it, it's just like if you're driving down 70 and you see all those pine trees and it looks like just this blur of green going up the mountainsides. That's what it looked like, just nothing but people. And you couldn't see the end of them. And I did a whole 360 degree turn like this all the way around. And I just was looking at all of these people. And it was like Jesus was asking, will you be willing to be a, a shepherd for these people? And I said, yes. And that's when I knew that he was calling me to be a priest. It was a very, very special time. And it came from that call of that special man, John Paul II. Um, and so I'm here today in Denver. And it was amazing because 25 years to the, the year that he was here, I graduated my first class of a program that I founded inspired by what happened there. And so what a, what a neat and ex exciting life that he's given me as a priest. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because that World Youth Day uh, was an amazing invention that a guy did, even though they said to him that it was impossible. He wanted to inspire young people like you. And he'd be like being the first class in a high school, you know. And then everyone said, no, I, you can't do that. They won't come. The kids don't like you. It will fail. And John Paul II started it anyway. And at the very first World Youth Day, 1989 in Spain, they, they, they were expecting 70,000 people to come. That was it, 70,000. Now, though, I just want to point out that there's rock concerts that have more than the people than that. But they're like, that's all the young people will ever come to John Paul II. And it wasn't, in the end, 70,000 who came. It was 500,000 that came. Okay? He almost topped it by 10 times what they predicted, even though they said that he wouldn't be able to do it. And a journalist came and asked him, Holy Father, why did you come? What did you want to see? And he said, I came to greet the martyrs of the third millennium. I came to greet the martyrs of the third millennium. And I want to share that with you because you guys have two ways to look at your lives. You can look at your lives with how the way most people look at you. They say, oh, they're not 15 yet. Oh, they don't drive yet. 
oh, they don't have you know, this or that capacity yet. They're not even graduating from high school yet. They don't count. You could look at yourselves that way. And if you did, you'd be on the side of all those people that told John Paul II not to believe in young people. Or you can look at yourselves like Jesus looks at you. Because Jesus doesn't look at you with what you don't have. He looks at you with everything that you do have. And he looks at you with everything that he's going to give you. He sees in you the martyrs of the third millennium, the witnesses, his apostles, his priests, his moms, his dads, his disciples who are going to change this world. Now, I want you to look at yourselves in that way and not be content with looking at how much you don't have and start to look at Jesus and ask him what he's calling you to do. My challenge to you is the same challenge my third grade teacher gave me, and obviously it worked. <laughs> she told me to pray to the Virgin Mary, one Hail Mary a day for my vocation. No, I didn't make it one Hail Mary a day, <laughs> but I never forgot. She said, Mary will show you your vocation. My challenge is to pass that on to you. Don't content yourself with limitations the world puts on you. Let Christ burst the bonds and show you the immense frontiers to which he's calling you. Don't be afraid.